Hello and welcome to the Hidden Influences. This is another enlightening episode for us all. We need to understand certain things. And the sole purpose why I made this or started making this podcast really is to make us all media literate. For us to understand the purpose and the importance of media literacy. Now to gain more knowledge on that, you can visit my website at worldmedialiteracy.wordpress.com And uh, of course you can go over to my YouTube channel as well, uh, WMLC Improving Mindsets. So it's all about making you media literate, it's all about changing your mindset from the bad to the better, from the perverted to the, you know, sane. So, you know, in the journey of becoming media literate, you know, it's not a one day thing, it's it's a process, a process of enlightenment. So, you know, in this journey, for you to be able to dissect media messages on your own, you need to develop certain critical thinking skills, okay? So there are various uh, critical thinking skills that go with that. Now, to aid you in that, I'll be taking you through a list of questions. Now, this is quite a comprehensive list, so we'll be breaking it down into 30-minute segments. So, you know... We'll be breaking it down into 30-minute segments and we will be expounding on the questions that need to be asked. We are developing habits of inquiry and reflection, okay, because media literacy is a lifelong skill. It's not just something you learn and then you toss aside. No, it's something you learn and you use continually because we are continually imbibing media, more and more in fact, and we are continually shaped by it. So we're developing habits of inquiry and reflection. So the first segment is authorship and purposes. Authorship and purposes. Now all media messages are intentionally constructed, all of them. So it doesn't matter if it's a poster, if it's a song, an advert, news, it doesn't really matter. If it's media, it's intentionally constructed. Even your social media is intentionally constructed by you. So it's all intentionally constructed. Now, the first question to ask in this uh, segment is, who made this and for what purpose? Okay, all purposes. Now, because like I said, it's all intentionally constructed. So the most, um, you know, obvious example of this is an advert. Because an advert is media by a particular company telling you, uh, you know, a particular story in order to get you to get uh, buy their product, you know. Who made this? Let's say it's a, it's a Coca-Cola uh, advert. Who made this? Coca-Cola. For what purpose? To get more people to buy Coca-Cola. That is the purpose. So, all media messages have, you know, their purpose, their intent behind it. Now, uh, another, uh, what can you say, uh, example of this is a movie or a song, you know, each time uh, a new artist releases a song, whether sensible or not, the the aim of the song is to get you to continually listen to it, whether the lyrics are actually, you know, beneficial in any way or not. So, you know, that is one thing, one question. Now, another question in this segment is, what do they want me to do, think, or feel? Okay, what do they want me to do, think, or feel? 
now like i said before all media are intentionally constructed messages every single one so and most of the time because it's constructed by people it's made by one person or a group of people so most of the time there's a reason behind that so what are they trying and when people are making media of course they're trying to make you do something or think something or feel something or change something you know there's always a purpose behind it it's not just for your entertainment so you know if you are grasping that okay another I'm gonna be using advertising most of the time for examples except when needed other examples now let's say a soap commercial now a soap advert they're advertising soap right why they want you to buy soap that's an action that they want you to do something you know that is why they're advertising it uh, you know an example of thinking let's say a book if you uh, you know buy a book quite uh, or you listen to you know a motivational or educational podcast but I do add right you know you would think you would uh, you know be inclined to have more critical thinking skills uh, a deeper reflection on you know why you consume what you consume how it affects you and you know a host of other topics as well that you know might be related to your field of inclinations and of course you're talking about feeling something you know mostly relate to a movie or a song for that you know because these movies they will uh, they <clears throat> sorry uh that's my audience they make you feel a certain way they appeal to your emotions they are crafted to do that actually so when you are watching a particular scene and then you see something that relates to you or you feel it relates to you and you have a certain feeling in response to that scene you know that is the response that they are intended to or they are intending to get from you you know that is the aim to change your feelings about certain things that's when we talk about misrepresentation in the media you know but that is for another day now the third question is who is the target audience now all media messages are intentionally constructed i cannot overemphasize this because you need to understand that it's not just for entertainment people make the mistake of thinking that uh, you know media messages especially movies and songs are for their entertainment it is not for your entertainment people are not spending millions of dollars every single year just to entertain you they have their intentionally constructed messages behind that now there are general media messages and then there are specific media messages there are media messages that are you know meant to be imbibed for to everyone you know that they are intentionally sending it out there for everybody to imbibe but there are other messages as well that have their specific groups like for example you there are specific media messages for women there are specific media messages for men there are specific media messages for children there are specific media messages even for different races and uh, you know cultures you can see an advert that is clearly for women you can see an advert that is clearly for men you can see an advert that is clearly for children so they have their different target audiences so you must be able to define who is the target audience now moving on to 
because that is that is that for authorship and purposes actually those are the questions you need to ask on that aspect so moving on to economics the economics behind the media uh, creation so who paid for this <laughs> that is the most uh, critical um you know point when it comes to the economics actually because uh people forget that those who pay for the things are those who get to determine how it goes because even in the news you can say okay movies will definitely be constructed of course and it is to a very detrimental amount of things actually but even in the news that you would uh, assume that you are getting you know facts and uh, you know exactly what is happening that is not the case because these news channels are owned by people they have their allegiances those people have their allegiances they have you know their agendas as well they have you know what would profit them for you to hear for the mass public to hear and what would profit uh, what would not profit them for the mass public to hear and you can be rest assured that they will only put out there what it would profit them for the mass media so you know all media you can, you cannot you have to take whatever it is that you're gaining from the media with a grain of salt it is not even your news channel are not as unbiased as you might like to believe so uh, you know the second question is who might make money from this and how now when we are you know making a media message of course there's money going in into that but there's also the possibility of money being made from it you have the most obvious uh, example of this in movie productions and uh, song productions book productions uh, you know where the the writers the artists in different sectors you know are you know paid for their work uh, you know they get uh, royalties and things like that so that is the most um, you know uh, obvious example of you know how per- a person might make money from a media message so that also influences uh you know how what they put out there another example is with the advert because you know they're putting money into advertising right all those uh, companies selling this and selling that you know they're putting money into the advert and they're doing this because they believe that they will gain more money from the people who will you know buy their products as they see the advert so you know they are inputting money with the expectation of also gaining back so you know those are the things that, <clears throat> sorry those are the things that you need to analyze when you are thinking about the economics of the media production now moving on to the content now this is a very you know this is the bone of contention really because this is something that this is where the problem comes in this is the root of the problem you know my my entire agenda to change the minds of people and to you know renovate their mindsets is because of the media content the damage that the media content has done to every single one of us you know it is because of the content that there is such a serious problem now first of all first message like what are the i mean the first uh, question sorry what are the messages about what are the messages about you know are they because the media on its own 
is neither good nor bad actually media is neutral okay what makes a media message good or bad is the content embedded within okay is the messages embedded within is the values embedded within those are what make a media message either good or bad so you know what are the messages about what are they teaching what are they telling you what are these stories telling you what 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 lessons are they teaching you really you know and you find that most of the time there's an in fact there is a disastrous problem of an overwhelming amount of negative you know messages negative influences in the media overwhelming i say 85 to 15% 85% bad, 15% good, and I'm being generous with that. Seriously overwhelming the minds of people with such negative crap because they want them to imbibe that. Now, you have to be able to decipher if these messages are actually profiting you or not. What are the messages about? If you do this of course you can tell whether it is good or bad and whether it will actually profit you or not to listen to them or to watch them or to learn any of their lessons now the second question is what values ideas and biases are overt or implied what values ideas and biases are overt or implied now, because all media messages are made by people, they have a point of view, okay? Now, it is, you know, always the deciphering that will determine whether the point of view is good or bad. My standard for, you know, um, taking a point of view as good or bad is, is it societally benefiting? Will it help my brother or my sister? Will it help our, you know, our humane nature to grow, really? If we are, you know, continually doing things, not just for eye service or for, uh, you know, because we have to, but, you know, doing things that will intentionally profit us all, you know, that is my standard for, you know, uh, the point of view that I would take to be good. And anything other than that is certainly bad as far as I'm concerned. So what values and ideas? And you find most of the time, now, these media messages, sadly, sadly, because it's not helping us, you know, are sending very, very negative messages, are trying to normalize, you know, evil things. There's a spiritual side to this, actually, because this is a spiritual world, but this is not the episode for that, actually. But they are trying to, you know, make you imbibe a lot of negative things. They act. They are actually uh, movies that promote lying, that promote stealing, that make it seem cool, that make violence seem cool. They're trying to normalize violence. There are scenes that you see that you know men beating their wives, men cheating on their wives. They're trying to normalize cheating, trying to you know wives cheating on their husbands too, you know like wives being manipulated on their husband. They're trying to normalize cheating. They're trying to normalize. You know, they want to make you look at marriage as something that is unpalatable. 
because they actually want to shape your mind to be that way. They actually want to shape your mindset that is actually true because they, the point is to turn you into the negative. The point is to make you like the negative. They are trying their night to ensure that. So we just, we really need to be aware. They're trying to make children disrespectful, make them think that they don't need to listen to their parents, make them see their parents as tyrants. They're trying to like destroy the whole uh, family bond, like so to speak. They're trying to make you, you know, distrustful of, of, of your people. There's a spiritual side to all of this. There's a reason why. They're not just doing it for no reason. But we need to be aware so at least we can mentally equip ourselves against that and know that, okay, this is what their aim is actually. It's not just because it's funny. It's not just because it's interesting. It's not just because I like the song. They're actually trying to make me like something negative. They're actually trying to embed in my soul something negative. As crappy as those songs are, as crappy as some of those movies are, people sat down to create them. People spent money, serious money on them. And they did not just do that for no reason. Now, we must be able to tell what sort of values, what sort of ideas, what sort of biases. Because, you know, I feel that people some people say that they'll always be biased i don't believe that i believe you can have a hundred percent unpartial judgment about something whether it affects you or not if you true i mean if you choose to truly be somebody who you know is impartial if you a hundred percent honest like whether it might be favorable for others to hear that or not but if you choose to consistently be honest i believe you can have a con- completely unbiased view about anything So, you know, what values? Those are the most important things. What ideas? Those those ideas, are they good or bad? Those biases, are they good or bad? If you believe in the concept of biases, there are people that are biased, actually. And most of the time, these media messages are biased for the wrong reasons. You know, that's, like I said, this is where the problem comes in. So, you know, we need to be able to tell what are they intentionally constructing? what and what was it telling me will it actually profit my life if i live according to these things that they are portraying to be cool that they are portraying to be good but it's actually leading to garbage let us be aware let us be enlightened so uh, another question that we need to talk about is that what is left out that might be important to know okay this is the most important when you're talking about misrepresentation in uh, the media and in the news okay because let's say what is left out that might be important to know for example if you're having now the power of the media is so i mean the media is so powerful honestly and I think because it has been around for so long, we tend to 
you know, I've put the power it has at the background, really. So it's just like this overlord that influences us, but we do not know at all. Sidney West said it actually, he said to play on those millions of minds, to watch them slowly respond to an unseen stimulus. So, you know, it's not, they don't hide what they're doing actually. So what is left out? Now, for example, if you have a, uh, a news from, this is the power of the media, right? Let's say uh, a storm happens in five different places. Okay, five different nations of the world or different places in a particular nation. Now, let's say the media only chooses to cover two of those places. Okay, now that means it's only those two places that anybody will know about. Okay, those are the only two places that will get any form of attention. Those are the only places that will get any form of relief, any form of, you know, humanitarian help, anything like that. The remaining three who might have had equally or even worse you know, uh, storms than those ones that were highlighted will be completely ignored. Be- why? Because the media did not focus on them. And that decision is made by only a very few group of people. It's not, it's not a, it's not a generally made decision. So what the media focuses on is by extension, what the public focuses on. understand just how much influence they have on our thought processes on how the information that we receive now you know that is one aspect on uh, you know the news what might be left out that might be important to know and the another aspect on this question is misrepresentation now, as horrible as misrepresentation is, it's something that is constant in the media. It's a constant thing. Now, they misrepresent people, they misrepresent groups, they misrepresent genders, they misrepresent, uh, you know, classes, they misrepresent uh, life stages. And if, you know, you have a group of people, okay, for example, so many people are even uh, misrepresented in the media, so many groups. The Jews are misrepresented, blacks are misrepresented, Iranians are misrepresented, even Africans are misrepresented. It's a constant, uh, you know, misrepresentation. So if you have, okay, for example, let's say Jews, or let's say the Irish, I like to use the Irish, you know, let's say you portray the Irish as, um, you know, this is the fact about the Irish, right? Most of them are salesmen and mostly farmers, okay? That is a statistical fact about them. Now, if I now choose to say, oh, they are drunkards, uh, you know, they believe in folklore, they are, you know, they are mean, they are, you know, bad people. And I, and I constantly say that about them. And I'm telling everybody, and I have all the news channels, and I have all the media channels, and I have everything. And I'm telling them, and I'm saying it over and over and over again. And then people start to believe that about them. And then they start to see them. In that light but is that the truth no they are mostly salesmen and farmers but because I have chosen to misrepresent them in the negative light people now see that as the truth whereas it is not the truth and that is what misrepresentation is that is what misrepresentation does and it's constant misrepresentation in the media constantly 
so you know you you have uh, you know people groups mostly races uh you know groups tribes that are misrepresented genders too women are misrepresented in the media men are misrepresented in the media they want you to to view women only in a sexual light they want men to view women only in a sexual light they want women to view each other as competition they want men to be to repress their emotions to be excessively angry to feel that the only expression that they the only emotion that they can express is anger to repress any anything that might make them look vulnerable because to make them afraid of looking weak they make them you know just they just trying to, they just trying to fuck up the world look we need to be aware that this is a far more serious problem than you could possibly imagine and the sooner we realize that the sooner we can work on reversing it in our minds because it's all about the mind it's all about the mind So, you know, those are the things to be noticed in that particular question. Now, the next question is, what are uh, whose voices are included and whose are left out? Okay, because in each media forum, you always view, you know, a certain group of people that it will be uh, highlighted, for example, and some people might really be mentioned. Okay. So, if you have, uh, let's say, a movie in the United States, and then you have ninety percent, ninety percent of the cast is white, and only ten percent is African, African American, you can see that there is a very, uh, <coughs> sorry, there's a very serious uh, disparagement in that. Because, you know, most, I think African Americans take up over 40% of the U.S. population. So for you to have a U.S. movie, an American movie-based movie, and have 90% of the cast as white, is a gross misrepresentation of African Americans. And But most of the time, you find that that is what happens, actually. They do not equally represent the African American. Now... If you have, you know, a movie, let's say a war movie, and this is the staging is in Iran or Iraq, and you have the only representation of the Iranians as terrorists, and the only time you show them in the movie that is about their country is them saying Allah Akbar and blowing up bombs is them carrying rifles and being extremists and that is how you choose to represent them in their own country that is obviously false because you do not know them you do not know if they if they are terrorists and even if some of them are you're saying that every single person in this same country that we are we have terrorists Okay, this is a global platform. In my country, Nigeria, there are terrorists also. You know, if you view every single person terrorist, I mean, come on. That is that is such an unbalanced view. 
yourself, they constantly misrepresent them because they want to change people's opinions of them. They constantly misrepresent people, things, groups, always, because they want to change people's opinions. They want to put their, they want people to look at them in a negative light. Let us be aware, because if not, we are we will continually be easily influenced. We are already too easily influenced. So, you know, the next question that is to be asked is how does this compare to the other messages on this topic? How does this compare to the other messages on this topic? Now, the most relatable example of that is, you know, if you place misrepresentation beside actual representation okay because if you have misrepresentation which is a false portrayal an untrue portrayal of a certain group or people or you know race and then you place it beside representation actual representation which is a true portrayal of this uh, people and group and race you will find that you know there will be a stark difference in how you know they will be viewed because for example let's use the irish again i like the irish to be specific my favorite singer is irish so uh you know if you watch them for example if you use the salesman and the you know the misrepresentation of them as you know mean people and drunkards and then you now put the fact that okay they're mostly farmers and salesmen you see that there's a stark difference between uh you know how they are actually viewed because you now realize that oh this view i had is actually wrong it is not accurate this is actually the right thing so the other message if you are given two different messages one with misrepresentation and the other with factual mis- uh, representation you will see that you know there will be something to compare it with there will be two points of views so to speak there will be you know more enlightenment on the topic than what is happening now where you are constantly fed the same view of a, a dysfunctional view but you are constantly fed the same one all the time and then you believe that So, you know, we must be aware of the extent of uh, misrepresentation in the media. The massive extent of misrepresentation is constant. It's all the time. Now, for, you know, political reasons. Now, for political reasons, actually, in my country here, I've noticed something in the media. Now, there's been an overtaking of the media, actually. Of course, it is not a surprise that we are following in the steps of America. Because when it comes to media influence, Americans are the first victims, right? But then we follow, you get, because we are westernized, we are colonized. So basically, everything that we get especially uh you know in forms of technology and things like that 
is directly given to us from our colonizers and Britain and America are basically one and two there's no America without Britain so their founding fathers are all the same they all have the same agenda they are all perpetrating the same things and it's being brought here too I gave this analogy to someone you know a friend of mine a few days uh, a few weeks ago and I was just like you know it's like if you break an egg you know and you put it in a plate and then you go for three days and then you come back and then you break another egg and then you put it in another plate you know if you leave that egg also it's gonna get spoiled just like the first one just that that the first one is you know has gone down the stage it's further down the stage of getting spoiled but if you leave the second one it's still going to go down that same process of getting spoiled So it's just the same thing with us and a lot of countries because this is a global problem actually. It's a global problem. I could have noticed something, you know, in the Nigerian media now. They've, they've started putting their negative subliminal messages. I think it's always been there actually. Maybe because I just don't watch too much Nigerian media. Maybe that's why I've not noticed it so much. But it's, maybe it's always been there. But even in the advertising, you, you know, you find it. And I noticed that maybe for political reasons they are actually trying to marginalize Yoruba and Yoruba actually for political reasons even in the comedy skits they are trying to belittle Yoruba and i i've noticed that you know like you know there's a devilish thing to this thing and it's also i believe there's also something political attached to this one in particular you find that they they send subliminal messages that glorify the Hausa over the Yoruba. You find it in their skits. I just even watched a skit yesterday that was just released yesterday. I think it was released uh, maybe it's, uh, less than a week ago or so that was promoting that. So they have a reason why they're, they're subliminally trying to change minds. They're subliminally trying to change minds. And Douglas Rushkoff said, the more in name the forum, the more unsuspecting the audience. That means the more you think that it's just a comedy skit, the more you think that it's just a song, the more you think that it's just a movie, the less likely you are to be aware of the fact that it's actually changing your mindset in a particular way. The less likely you are to be aware that it's actually influencing you in any way. So we need to understand this. There is, you know, something shady going on. But that's what they do. Okay, look at the Jews. The Jews are God's chosen people, right? And yet they constantly misrepresent the Jews in the media. They, they, you know, they show them as um, ugly, as, uh, you know, overly religious, as, as, you know, they just, they belittle them a lot. When in reality, the Jews are actually one of the most successful people in the world. If you look at reality, the Jews are, you know, one of the top people look in, in, in any profession. But they belittle them in the media. So I know that there's a reason why they try to belittle Yorubas. But I know that this is more of a political thing. I believe it's more politically inclined. 
but we need to be aware though this is not just a yoruba problem this is not just a jew problem this is not just uh, an iranian problem this is not this is a global problem this is not just an american problem this is a global problem this is a global problem and we need to be aware of how it is changing mindsets need to be aware because if not we are, i mean <laughs> there's nothing to be done if you're not aware So, you know, may we continue to gain knowledge. I will restrict this to a 30-minute segment. So we will continue next week with the next 30-minute segment. We have gone over 30 minutes already. So I thank you very much, and I hope you gain some enlightenment today, which is always my cause. (laughs) So uh, have a wonderful day, everyone. Till next time.